All right, we're back with another episode of Eat Sleep Bedlam. Sorry for getting this out so late. We've been busy this weekend. Uh, Zach might join us a little later. He's feeding yeah. his his uh, little baby. So, uh, but yeah, we've we've been all three of us have been busy Friday, oh, yeah. Saturday. So uh, couldn't get getting, the schedules lined up. I know. So we're getting this out late. <laughs> it's very rare that all three of us are this busy. Usually, yeah. two of us are are pretty free. But um. We'll get right into some recruiting. Not much going on with Oklahoma State. Um, yeah. There's a little Oklahoma news um, since we last talked. Uh, 2025 from Shakota. Everyone kept saying Shakota. I heard Shakota. Uh, it's Shakota uh, from Shakota, Oklahoma. Wide receiver uh, Elijah Thomas um, mm. committed to Oklahoma. Um, he's a guy, a four-star guy, top 100 guy. You know, it's it's funny because 2025 really – has only, um, I think, ranked like 20% of the class yeah, so far. Really yeah, and so he's a guy that will pro- could very well be a five-star. Now, yeah. he's at a small school, small town Oklahoma, and I know people are going to say, well, Arch Manning did it. Well, Arch Manning has the Manning last name, and so we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so um, we'll see. He's, he's at least a, f- a five-star type of talented player, so we'll see what happens. And that was a big surprise. Because uh, a lot of people, you know, knew he liked OU, knew that was like his dream school team he loved growing up, but um, not someone they thought was going to commit this early. So that was, uh, I mean, to make sure this is correct, I believe he was at Sooners under the star, under that, the stars. I think I saw that tweet. Yeah. yeah. When I saw that he tweet that he committed, I got thrown off. I was like, man, they got another receiver next year? Nope, two years. I yeah. don't like it when people that early start committing because it, confuses me because i can't keep track of what year everyone is well that's the crazy thing because usually it's been it's ever since brent Venables took over it's usually july august those are the big months yeah. that they start getting commits they have yeah, i'm looking at it right now four commitments in the 2025 class two other guys they think could pop any day now they mm-hmm. could have six commitments before the 2024 class even signs which would be insane especially coming off a six and seven season you usually don't yeah. see that happening just yet now, if OU went like 10 and 2 last year, you might see something like that. But so that's kind of surprising. Uh, some updates from Party at the Palace. Sounds like things with uh four-star safety. Michael Boganowski went really well down between OU and Kansas State. His family really likes Kansas State. They're like 20 minutes from Kansas State, Junction City. Um, I believe his dad was coached by the like secondary coach of Kansas State. So they have that kind of relationship already also um, families liking k-state is the most on-brand thing yeah. for k-state yeah <laughs> yeah and it sounds like that that could be a decision within the next week or two there's no date set as of right now grant bricks he uh, was down between kansas state oklahoma nebraska he visited kansas state visited oklahoma and i think today and uh, he's at nebraska so he's doing all three and sounds like OU knocked it out of the park with him um, and a commitment from him could be coming soon. So those are two things to keep an eye on. Uh, real quick, just want to address the williams Winery news. Crazy week. for, But, of course, it's a five-star. Yeah. That That's the one thing I, I think people, especially Oklahoma fans, we're not used to the five-star defensive player, at least recently, yeah. considering Oklahoma. And so we don't realize all the drama that comes with it. Now, it's nothing that he's done. It's not like he's going out and telling people. Yeah, it's just, he's not doing anything. It's, it's just rumors. the recruitment, yes. So – this is I texted Landon about this. So he he has to cancel his Oklahoma trip because uh he was grounded. He got grounded from the Oklahoma trip. Oklahoma was a place he'd been to six, seven times. He was coming back with his his buddies and not his family. His family's already been, so they weren't yeah. coming. 
And so they were like, no, you're not going to take a fun trip to a place you've already been. I don't know what he did, but he did something. Then rumors started popping up that he instead visited Missouri and not Oklahoma. And he wasn't really got fun there. So he could go. (laughs) Well, there you go. So then, so then predictions started coming out for, Oh, it's now Missouri. People flipping their predictions from Oklahoma to Missouri. Well, he goes on the Oregon trip. Um, People with OU people nationally really start diving in. No, the Missouri trip never happened with uh, Williams, Winery and Missouri. Now they are trying hard to get him back on campus because dead period starts on Tuesday. Yeah. And that usually now, not all the time, but usually if a team is trying that hard to get one last pitch in, because they, they know you're, yep. They think you're leaning somewhere else. Yep. I was big um, on doing that in NCAA back. Yeah, yeah. That game. I knew that yeah. was a, that was the big one. <laughs> um, OU insider Parker Thune is very close to uh, the Lee Summit North um, team. And he goes up there a lot. And he was on our podcast uh, he says that um, commitment date will be August 7th. So there was some rumors about August 1st, but he'll be on uh, vacation when he comes back from vacation. He's going to set to commit. And so I personally think just reading everything I've read, if Missouri is successful in getting him on campus before the dead period, then you can start worrying. But until that happens, I think Oklahoma is in a good spot um, for him. And honestly, with a five-star defensive player at this point, you you can just be skeptical if you want until he commits. I mean, or until he signs. Like if you want to do that, just do that. Uh, but it's sounding positive um, for that one. And then David Stone, five star defensive um, tackle from IMG, yeah. but actually from Dell City, Oklahoma. He announced his commitment date. It's going to be August twenty sixth, which um, they have a nationally televised ESPN two game. I would assume he's doing it at like halftime of that game or. After or the after, game, yeah, like yeah. what uh, Almond Ross St. Brown did. Yes, I would assume. Now he had, he well, had I, said I remember it. his commitment. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, I um, the funny thing about him, I watched him in the um All American game, high school All American game, and he um, if I remember correctly, he dropped the ball like like Deshaun Jackson did before crossing mm-hmm. the goal line. Yeah, in that game and got shoot out for it. That's about that's the first time I really knew who he was, but. Uh, anyways, David, so he hasn't set a time yet, but August 26th is kind of the date for that. And then Caden Durham announced his top three today, which is Oklahoma, LSU, and Texas A&M, and said, now, he has said a lot of things, so you never know, but he said he might be changing his commitment date, which is right now, August 25th. I'm All signs that I've been uh, reading are pointing towards LSU. He decided not to go to party at the Palace, instead go to LSU for the second time since he last was at OU. And right after his visit to LSU announces he might be committing sooner. So that's usually a really positive sign for LSU. Also, if you go follow, look at who he fought, just recently followed on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun. Stuff. Well, actually X, not Twitter anymore. X. Yeah, I don't uh, like that. Yeah, it's weird. At all. It's very weird. Uh, if you go okay. look at all that, he's followed a lot of LSU, either players, uh, students, or even coaches. So I would lean that he's going to LSU now. He wears 29 because DeMarco Murray was his favorite player growing up. He has the 405 down his leg because he was he's from the Oklahoma City area. So you never know, but he's that one sounds the, sounds like a layup. It sounds it sounds like LSU is going to be the pick, but um when you get the number 1 ranked running back, yes, he's the number 7 ranked running back and you always want as many talented players as you can have. Yeah. But if you can miss on a position at OU, 
right now it's running back. They are so deep at running back. I mean, they have no guys that are even except for Marcus Major, but he's going to probably be gone regardless, and he doesn't play a whole lot. They don't have anyone that's a junior. I mean, it's just ridiculous how deep their their running back room is. I mean, so, the running back's the position you can kind of miss on anyway. Because I mean, yeah, it's usually just really good athletes playing that position. If you have good blocking and you have a good athlete, it's going to work out all right for you. Well, and you like I said, you landed the number one running back. And one thing we know about Oklahoma and Demarco Murray, they're probably going to be in it for a top five running back next year. So, yeah. you know. At, it, it was one of those things that if Durham did commit, it was going to be obviously a big positive, but someone was going to have to transfer outside of Marcus Major. Someone else was going to have to transfer because that room was just loaded. So that might take that away from. But uh, that's kind of the roundup on um, on recruiting. But uh, we got fall camp starting this week. Which, yeah, oh, my up. gosh, it is amazing that we're almost to August. First uh, week mm-hmm. zero is at the end of August. We actually have our first football game Thursday night of this week with the Hall of Fame game. Um, oh, yeah. So that doesn't yeah. count. Yeah, that it doesn't, even, I don't that didn't even you know, count by preseason standards. You know, it's funny you say that because <laughs> I don't really even care to watch preseason or anything, but I'm so just like you at I'm least ready for it to start. Yeah, when that starts, you know, football is just like boom, it's it's almost there. So uh, I do like to watch preseason, but I'm the guy who's like, oh, it's the second quarter. Let's turn it on. I want to watch the fourth round rookie yeah. lineman. I'll, I'll turn it like if um, some OU players in a position battle yeah. or something, and I'll watch and see how he does or. Or if um you know I want to see one of the rookie quarterbacks play or something I might turn it on but I mean second half of Dallas Cowboys is gonna be much wa- must watch because that's gonna be Deuce Vaughn time <laughs> that is true so I actually will <laughs> probably will watch some Dallas Cowboys, uh but Landon why don't you start us off with some uh, fall camp first off uh, I think we decided it's gonna start on Wednesday for Oklahoma State can't remember off the top of my head practice but... is Wednesday they got okay. on Tuesday okay and uh, so what are some uh, storylines that you are looking forward to um, with Oklahoma State in the fall. I mean, the big one is who's going to be the quarterback. That's uh, Gundy still keeping it close to the vest. I think in his last interview, he said he's rotating the top three with all with first, second, and third team offenses, which concerns me that Gunnar Gundy is still getting reps. But um, I assume it's down to Bowman and Rangel. And mm-hmm. all signs point that Bowman's got the edge, which makes sense. I mean, yeah. the six six years, I guess. I don't know. However many years he's been in college. Um, yeah, I think six. Yeah, he played. He played in 2018 against Kyler. So this 18, was, this 19, is his 20, seventh year. 21, because he was a six-year. He's a grad. Yeah, he had the extra COVID year. Seventh-year senior. Yeah, yeah. And assume he beat out someone, and he had a lot of raw talent. Anyone who watched those old Tech teams knows he yeah. can fling it. Uh, that's the big one, and then just kind of seeing what the defense looks like, which is kind of a boring answer because that's been my point on every mm-hmm. thing with the defense. But no one knows exactly what. The three three five is going to be under Nardo until you get out there, and even if it's practice, it's better than nothing. Yeah. And we'll, I mean, it'll let you see kind of what Colin Oliver is going to do, what Kendall Daniels is going to do, who is going to fit into some of these rotations that you know you don't know who that last person in the rotation is going to be. That person will start to stand out. So it's really defense and quarterback, which you know I talked about. That's over half the team, but yeah, yeah, so it'll just. Be, a lot of question marks, really. So it'll just give some answers on what what's coming out. Yeah, at least get an idea of it. Um, I wrote an article for Sooner Wire today, kind of giving my five storylines that I'm looking forward to. So anyone can check that out. So I won't go into all five of them, but I'll go into a couple of them. You know, the one that I'm looking at the most is the linebacker position, and the mm-hmm. re- who's going to be that guy opposite of Danny Stutzman? Because we thought it was a foregone conclusion it was going to be Jaron Canick or Kobe McKenzie, but then. 
Brent Venables talks about Connor Neer a lot at Big 12 Media Days. This is a guy that he even said would could lead a defense. I mean, that was his exact words, his quote. So now that position becomes a little more interesting. And, and um, to see who comes out of the pack on that one, you know, Jaron Kanick is not only second year at Oklahoma, he's second year playing defense ever. So, yeah, that's a big, big step, and especially for a position like linebacker in a Brent Venable scheme because mm-hmm. we know all the demands that it has. And my other one, you know, is um, who who becomes who comes out as the leader of the wide receiver room. Yeah, um, we know Jaleel Farouk and Drake Stoops are back, and and they had pretty solid years. And I think Drake Stoops, or um, sorry, Drake is you know what you're getting out of Drake, but I think Jaleel has a ton of potential, mm-hmm. but. Not only like obviously we won't know who comes out as far as the talented leader in terms of like yards and stuff until the season starts, but who comes out of the out as the the vocal leader and and just the right. leader in the room, and then also in that room who takes that third spot? Like we like I said, we know Jalil Farouk and Drake Stoops are going to be there. Mm-hmm. You hear guys like Gavin Freeman, but he plays the same position as Drake, so he's probably not taking that third spot. Um, is it one of the new guys, Andrew Anthony, uh, Jack West Petaway, who? is a very talented true freshman who I think could have a Marvin Mims type of true freshman season where he, he could even end up being the best receiver on the team. He's that good. Um, You've, we've heard about Nick Anderson and Jaden Gibson for, for the last two years, but Nick Anderson struggles with injuries and Jaden Gibson has struggled with confidence and drops. So they got to put the things together, but they're both six, three, six, four, you know, very tall, long receivers who can run. Um, You know, I, always hear about the Nick Anderson ability. It's kind of funny because he's very Rodney Anderson is his older brother. Okay. And Rodney was the same way. You always would hear, oh man, this guy is so good. He could challenge some AJP Ryan and Joe Mixon for carries, but then tears ACL and on a kickoff and do this. And then finally he had the year where they were gone and he had this massive blow up year. Then comes back the next year, gonna be the guy and tears his ACL in like the second yeah. game. And so you hope, you know, knock on wood that that's not what Nick Anderson happens. And he hasn't had any major issues. It's just been like a shoulder or just some nagging yeah. stuff. So, uh, but what we just, we know that if he's anything like his brother, the ability is going to be there. So that's going to be the the two big ones that I look forward to. There's some other like little minor ones here and there that you want to look for. We talked about the cornerbacks last week, obviously that second cornerback position who takes over for that. Um, some just things like that, you know, O line, uh, battles and stuff like that. Uh, and and the freshmen, you got you got two, three, five star true freshmen, but Jackson Arnold probably doesn't factor in too much. But what yeah. is the PJ Adabore and uh Peyton Bowen? What do they end up doing? So mm-hmm. things like that. But it, it, you know, fall camp, I I just, again love this time of year because that just means football season is right around the corner. Yeah. Even though every time you read notes on fall camp, it's, oh, this guy did amazing, and this guy did amazing, and then yeah. you watch the season, and they, like, never play or something. It's like, yeah. what's like that worst <laughs> version of, like, the spring game when it's like, oh, yeah. this bad guy had 100 yards. It's like, and then you yeah. that's the last time he has ever heard from. It's like, wow. Yeah. I, always, I always love it because it's like, watch out for this guy. He's really – he's taking first-team yeah. reps, and then the first game of the year, he's like, doesn't play. And then at the end of the year, you look oh, up and he the first team wide receiver had a sprayed ankle. Maybe that's yeah, why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you have to kind of pick what you can. It, it kind of yeah. sucks because, um, you know, like, like I've said, I write for sooner wire. So we get media passes and we get to go to media day on Tuesday. I think they're doing it on Tuesday. We can meet with the coaches and stuff like that, but it's right when I'm 
working at my main job. I'm like, if that was just <laughs> later on. So our, our boss who's going, he asked us to send some questions. So I sent him some questions that we can find out some answers to hopefully, but it's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting though, just to get it underway and get the season here. And uh, this is one of, you know, I'm usually not really even that excited for week zero, but yeah. I'm actually really excited for week zero this year. I don't even know who, what the game is. To be I honest. don't either. I'm just excited. No, I, I'm just I'm not I, excited yet. I need to know what the game is before I get excited. Well, I can I can read you the games. I know USC plays in one of them, but I think they're all like not like nothing yeah. They're really usually good. they usually throw one good one though. Yeah, let's see what we got. Navy Notre Dame. We got Jacksonville State and UTEP. UMass New Mexico State. Ohio. Oh, there's the one right there. UMass New Mexico State. That's Ohio the... and San Diego State. Hawaii and Vanderbilt. USC plays San Jose State. And then Louisiana Tech and FIU. So I guess Navy and Notre Dame is their like the marquee one. one yeah. Which uh Navy, new coach. I remember they had they yeah. had that same coach for like 20 years. And yeah. the new coach, so and you know, Notre Dame kind of struggled early last year, started mm-hmm. picking it up at the end of the year. So it'll be interesting to see. I think um Who's the quarterback they got? Hartman from Wake Hartman, Forest. Yeah. He could be he very – it'll be yeah. interesting to watch him. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was looking at the Thursday games because usually there's some decent Thursday games. Nebraska-Minnesota could be – the Matt Rule era kicks off. Um, Nothing really good on Friday, so – oh, well. But we, we'll, we'll have some uh, – we at least got football back, and that's yeah, all that really of- matters. Um, so we were going to do our safety breakdown, but Zach hasn't joined us yet. So do you want to break down tight ends? Yeah, give me just a second to yeah. scroll up to tight end since uh, <laughs> I'm over here on the safeties. On the safeties. Yeah, well, I know Zach will want to talk about it because uh, Brandon Hall, the safety coach at OU, is Zach's cousin, so I'm sure he'll want to he'll he'll want to yeah. talk about that one. But uh, I think Zach and I talked about tight ends already. Um, if if we didn't, Austin Stogner is going to be the main one in that room. He returns. Um, Caden Helms and Jason Llewellyn are two guys that are very talented but young, but also missed most of the spring with injuries. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Caden Helms is going to be more of like a wide receiver tight end hybrid because he's on the thinner side. Jason Llewellyn is your bigger blocker guy, Stogner is your all around going to have to be the leader of that room. I do not know how to say the guy that transferred in, uh, from Cameron University, he was a basketball player at Cameron and he never played football. Transfers in, he's going to play tight end this year. He he had a, did a podcast with, um, I think it was Nick Anderson's podcast, and he talked about like what he looks forward to the most about mm-hmm. the season and stuff. And it's a really cool podcast. I don't I don't want to quote him exactly because I don't remember the quote, but he talked about he's like he's like y'all don't realize like I just love coming in here because we didn't have hot tubs like this and cold tubs like this and. We didn't have facilities like this. He's like, just that like excites me so much. And he kind of talks about, you know, what he grew up playing and then obviously playing at a school like Cameron, which is a fine university, but it's not a D1 mega university. And so he's like, even like the meals here, like it's, it's, it's cool to hear him just talk about all the little stuff that you wouldn't think about are the stuff that he looks forward to the most. Yeah. And um, obviously he hasn't played football before, so he's got to work on his, his technique and stuff like that, but he's, he's a really good athlete was a really good basketball player. So um, if we hadn't talked about tight ends, there's my tight end breakdown, but I'm pretty sure Zach and I talked about him, but no more uh, cowboy back. So yes, you got thank, the tight end back. Thank the Lord. The last good t- last time we had a tight end, his name was Blake Jarwin. And since then <laughs> we've had to deal with whatever 
the heck of some combination of a fullback that drops open passes. That's apparently <laughs> what a cowboy back is. Um, and because of that, we had one really on the roster going into this year. Um, Tabri Shetron, the his yeah. older brother Talon or twin brother is the uh they came as kind of a package deal. He was the only one, and so we had to get it's kind of weird because a lot of the people, none of the people who were the cowboy backs are still like listed as tight ends. They're all now fullbacks or the one who was a converted offensive lineman is now, I think an offensive lineman again. So you're even uh, bringing fullbacks back. Yeah. I hope we're not actually like, I'm not <laughs> ready for that. Like I want we need to go the other way for why yeah, we don't use fullbacks. We H back, I guess is kind of our fullback. The last time we actually used a fullback was when I was in school and it was uh Kai Staley after huh. his injuries and he had lost all of his explosiveness. He yeah. strength and was like more of a power back who just lined up. And I know like we kind of would put a tight end at that fullback type of position last year. That's what we did with Blake Jarwin. When we needed yeah. a lead blocker, he would just, yeah. but said, so they brought in, uh, it's two transfers. Uh, both are, dang it, changed their roster page. I'm not a fan of it. Um, redshirt seniors from smaller schools coming over. Both are big guys, though. Both are 6'5". Uh, Josiah Johnson, 6'5", 235. And Ian Edenfield, 6'5", 270. So both pretty big guys, both pretty athletic. Neither have a ton of stats. Um excuse me, it's Edenfield. He um, redshirted in 2022, um, four games, 29 receiving yards and four receptions. Four year, year before that, though, 153 yards and a touchdown on 18 catches. Um, so really not sure what we're getting from that guy. I guess maybe a just kind of a guy who's familiar with the position more than yeah. anything on him. And then uh, Josiah Johnson, oh, he was a D3 transfer from – was it? it's called California, Pennsylvania, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so is it in California, California or Pennsylvania? Well, it's in California parentheses PA. So, I mean, I don't know what. So it's in Pennsylvania. Maybe it's kind of like IUPUI, you know, it's like University of Indiana and whatever that's not in. I think that would be Pennsylvania, right? <laughs> I think it's in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Or it's in Pennsylvania, California. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I got to look this up. California is a borough on the, oh my goodness, Monongahela River in Washington County, oh, Pennsylvania. Monongahela. There you go. Well, it's in uh, Washington <laughs> County, Pennsylvania. So that's where it's at. Yeah, learning geography today. We're covering everything. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, the other guy, Josiah Johnson, call back to UMass here. Uh, super senior transfer after five years at UMass. Uh, 50 catches, 465 yards, and five touchdowns. Um, also has 18 carries for 82 yards and two touchdowns and 39 passing yards on six for nine passing during his career. Oh. So uh, watch out. He's going to be lining up. There's your dark horse. Pass. <laughs> There's your dark horse in the quarterback competition. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what to expect from this group. Um, I think part of it is they want to get the inline blocking as yeah. well out of that position more than just um, what, again, whatever the cowboy back was. Like, I don't even know how to describe. You have to watch that weird nonsense of a guy lining up in like a fullback position and doing a down block on the other side. Like he's a 
cutting offensive lineman. I don't know who dreamed that up, but I'm so happy it's gone. It was <laughs> terrible. It made no sense because no one, none of them could catch a pass. Yeah. They'd leak out and no one would guard him because they're like, oh, even if he catches it, who cares? It's a three yard <laughs> game. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I'm really happy that's gone. It'll be interesting to see exactly kind of what happens. Both those guys are seniors, so they're going to be kind of one and done. Uh, it does kind of look like, I mean, it's going to be Tabry Chetron's position going forward. Uh, don't know if he'd get on the field too much this year, but you know, maybe he's the third or fourth tight end, get a few reps, and I bet it's him going forward. It'll be interesting, though, yeah. just to see kind of how they line up. There's another thing. How's the tight end yeah. juice? That's something. Yeah, <laughs> and, and now how do you recruit it? So you got to recruit yeah. it now. So whereas before they weren't really recruiting it because they didn't have to. So I think the last tight end they really recruited was uh, – when J.W. Walsh and all those guys came out of uh, Denton Geyer, they yeah. had a teammate who was a year younger than them who was a tight end. And they, oh, oh wait, no, it was uh, Grayson Boomer. Oh, yeah, yeah, Boomer. Uh, who The big one who were like, oh, yeah, we got a tight end. He played one game and then transferred to Tulsa. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting how they go uh, forward with all that. But Yeah, that was a great tight end breakdown. It's like, yeah. hey, these are the guys who are going to be there. Yeah. Who knows what they're going to be doing? Who knows they, how yeah, they're they going to be or what their <laughs> talent level is, but <laughs> the Cowboy back's gone. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that'll be the end of this one. Uh, Wednesday, we'll have fall practice <laughs> for Oklahoma State. <laughs> I know. We'll have fall practice for Oklahoma State. That had just started. Um, Oklahoma yeah, will we'll start. start having notes coming out of that to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma will obviously not start till Thursday. Uh, maybe some commitments Packers. will happen before then. Um <laughs> With um, uh, with the uh, party at the palace just wrapping up, so we'll see if any any commitments come out of that. Oh, real quick, we want to let people know: follow us on Twitter at Eat Sleep Bedlam. You guys do a great job. We're so thankful on our views on YouTube. Great, thank you so much for listening to us. Um, but at Eat Sleep Bedlam is our at on you on a uh, Twitter, Twitter and uh, but on YouTube it's at Sleep at Eat Sleep Bedlam Pod because at Eat Sleep Bedlam was taken. Uh, also, so, yes, on uh, you find us on all the major podcasts, platforms yes, as well, yes, Drops, same time as the YouTube video. For some reason, you don't want to look at us, um, <laughs> listen yeah. to us, yeah, listen to us, yeah. Like I said, our views are doing great on YouTube, we're getting a lot of comments too, and so thank you so yeah, much for that. And people are interacting with us, yes, on Twitter, on Twitter, yes, yeah, we uh, especially with all these uh, recruitments going on, so thank you so much. Uh, but yes, we're on, we're on all the on the uh platforms uh podcast platform so yep. let's do us there and like i said follow us on twitter because a lot of times on twitter we'll see like an offer go out to an oklahoma kid or an oklahoma state kid and we share that whereas we won't talk about that on the podcast so you would get a lot more information about that kind of stuff um and if you follow that someone committed to another school that one of that oh yes. on that's not something we're really going to talk about much unless it was a big yes. down to the wire thing so if you're mm-hmm. wondering you'll find that there yeah and we do that pretty much daily anytime we see anything OU or OSU related even if it's just an article article about it we we try to share that over so and you're follow going us there for football starts when we're yeah. gonna be going crazy I'm sure yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for sure uh but yes thank you guys for watching um until next time we'll see you guys later y'all later yeah.